Okay, cool. All right, so we are we're recording here at Unleash uh, in Paris, 2019. Um, and with me, of course, is the lovely and talented China Gorman. Uh, so, China, for the three people who might be listening who <laughs> don't know who you are, uh, give them a real quick summary of why you're the most amazing person um, that I've ever gotten a chance to get to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know how amazing I am, but I, but I am the most famous HR person who's never had an HR job. <laughs> I can think of a handful of people who might also try to claim that title, and you're, you're yeah, head and shoulders above them. Well, you know, I, um, it's funny, as I've done a lot of conference keynoting, I, I always, even though I send ahead my bio, mm-hmm. I, you know, I get introduced as a senior HR leader, and uh, that's, I've never done that. What I am is a business leader of organizations that sell stuff to organizations through HR. That, I run businesses that sell stuff to HR that mm-hmm. make their organizations... Um, more productive, more profitable, better able to hang on to their employees. You know, uh, that's what I do. See, I think that you you are a senior HR leader. You just don't do it inside a company. You lead HR. Well. You lead it, just from the other side. That's How's an that? Well, I don't See? Yeah, I See? Might, I might I've that. never worked in PR, but I think I could do it. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> yeah, you probably. But here's the thing. I'm not sure I could do HR. I think I think we'd probably all end end up in jail because. <laughs> I have too much common sense and too much focus on let's do what works as opposed to staying within the regulations and knowing what the regulations sure, and the laws that's a, are. There's right? a lot that, of that. There's a lot There's a lot to know. And, and even that's... more and more every day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's why those practitioners who spend their time learning it are so valuable to exactly us. They, they keep right. the rest of us exactly out of trouble. Exactly right. I always look for the, the GPHR, the SPHR, mm-hmm. and the PHR designation. That let me, lets me know that people really know their they stuff. They know their stuff. Yeah. All right, so so give me the the thirty second pitch on on Unleash. What is it, and why is it the best conference? Yeah, um, well that's um, it's it's really easy. Um, Unleash the power of your people mm. uh, is a series of three conferences held every year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working on creating a content flow, so it's not just six days a year, but rather it's an ongoing um, an ongoing relationship. I head up the U.S. conference mm-hmm. that's in May in Las Vegas. Uh, next year, it's on May 12th and 13th, and we're moving from the Aria to the MGM Grand. Okay. And we have an amazing space that will um, introduce a new physical concept for conferencing and exhibiting to okay. the U.S. market. We're kind of debuting it here in, mm-hmm. where are we? Paris. We're in Paris, we're and in we're going to talk about that in yep. just a minute. Yep. Um, uh, so uh, I get the happy task of being on the ground and sort of and in Vegas um, and so kind of providing a, a framework um, we've just added George LaRock to our US team oh my gosh how amazing and fabulous is that um, and, and for the the four people who don't know George oh man so George runs an organization called HR wins he's an analyst one of the one of the most respected analysts in the HR and the HR tech space um, and uh, he's agreed to Join us as one of our senior leaders uh, for the America Conference, and mm-hmm. and of course the yeah. rest of the conferences because we all sort of inform each other. Right, yeah. and then we've we've had George on. Uh, we'll have him on again shortly. Uh, he's a guy that, when it comes to technology and and our space um, and kind of all the things happening behind the scenes, like who's working with who, yeah. what deals are he coming. Knows. He, he knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah, he's a. He's Plus, a that was a good get. That was a really good he's get. He's one of the smartest guys in our space. 
he's one of the nicest guys. Yes. He is just a prince of a guy, and I, so I'm just super thrilled that he's joined the Unleashed team. And a lovely singing voice, from what I understand. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I, I just made it up, but it's possible. <laughs> um, we'll see if we can force him to prove or disprove it at some point. Well, I, I see an Unleashed Choir thing coming. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Um, so, so let's talk. You, you mentioned the space, and, yeah. and I will tell you that uh, having spent a couple days here in Paris and, and seeing the almost at seeing the expo hall, but that's not really the right way to say it. Seeing the, the, the conference hall, I guess, is the right way to say it. Um, it's very different from what I expected. So so talk a little bit about the layout and and the why behind it. Well, you know, when, you, when you're putting on big shows, typically your expo is in one place and then the main stage is in one place and then all the breakouts are in, in another place and you lose time and you lose attention. And... The, the calculus at Unleash is really the marrying of um, superior content. And when I say that, I mean we have the best content for, H, for HR leaders in, in the space. Um, uh, so marrying the content with um, the sponsors and exhibitors who, you know, fund almost the whole thing um, with then the space and the content, right? Um, we're coming at it in a, in a really new way. So here in Paris, we have this huge, huge um, space, and in it are all the expo, mm -hmm. are all the breakouts, and the main stage. It's all in one enormous space. And we'll be doing something similar in Vegas. I don't want to say too much, um, <laughs> because I want it to be a surprise. But it's going to be one, it's going to be an experience inside one giant one four wall structure. Yeah. And when I say giant, I mean you could park four 747s in there. Now, it's huge. Now, will you have any number of 747s in that space during the We will have the no 747s. There will be none. Okay. We will have the 747 of content. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so one of the things I'll tell you again, having, having spent a couple days in it, um, as, as someone who comes to shows to learn, Right, and and I do want to talk to vendors, and, and something just occurred to me about that I want to touch on. Um, I do want to talk to vendors, and, and one of the things that's painful is do I leave because there's a speaker I really want to go hear, and then once I get out of the hall, I'm over in the rooms, and it's so hard to get myself to go back. They're so far apart. It's a long walk. I love I love being able to have a conversation with with a, a vendor, with a partner, with another attendee, and be able to just turn around when the session starts. Yeah. And, and go listen to those people. And you also have what I think of as the crash space of, I wasn't planning to go listen to this content, but they caught my ear. And they're saying something really interesting and I learned by accident that way. And I think that's really cool. Um, but something else that just occurred to me when you said that, you know, yeah, the, the, the sponsors and the vendors really finance these shows. And there are so many times, living on the vendor side, that you come to a show, you've got a booth, you've poured money into it, and it's it's kind of happenstance on whether or not people come by who you're going to see and, and allowing them to be part of that space, allowing them to um, coexist with the content, I think does two things. One, I think it really, it really serves as a um, um, kind of a, a return on their investment. They get to be part of it and they get to hear those things too. But I think it also allows vendors to be part of some of those conversations, right. which so many times you get left out right. and they know this stuff as well as anybody, but we don't like vendors to talk if we can yes. help it. Yeah. And so you've created, again, a crash space where you're going to get into conversations with those vendors and forget about buying, you might actually learn. 
right. from some of them. Exactly. So we see we have a uh, unleash for a long time has had this calculus that really weighs very carefully who the attendees are, and at unleash they t they are more senior people from HR, from IT, from marketing, from all over the organization. They're senior decision makers, and they generally bring along influencers and others. So um, at an Unleashed conference like this with more than 4,500 people mm -hmm. milling around, this, this is a very senior event. Yeah. I know you know that. Yes. Um, and so we, we, do a, we really think hard about matching the content to the attendees to the exhibitors mm -hmm. so that it's one cohesive whole. And with this approach of having it all in one massive space, mm -hmm. There's a, it, it make it makes that calculus just sing and dance. It yeah. just comes alive, um, and so it's uh, the uh, the feeling here at at this exhibition hall in Paris. It's kind of electric. Mm -hmm. um, it's you see these conversations happening. Um, one thing that I didn't mention is our continued focus in the HR tech startup arena. Mm -hmm. um, so. When we were HR Tech World and we did our first conference 10 years ago, we were the first ones doing the startup work, competition and that kind of thing. Um, and through the years, now with shows in three continents, um, uh, investors have invested well over a billion dollars really? in the startups wow. at our shows. And because of the relationships they create, with our startups, That's we have lots of investors here. That's amazing. And so it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, and so this is this is an ecosystem that is vibrant, alive. Um, feels different in London than it does in Paris, mm -hmm. than it does in Vegas. Um, here in here in Paris, this is the Unleash World mm -hmm. show. So mm -hmm. we have literally people from all over the world, mm -hmm. all over the world, um, exhibitors startups, attendees, speakers, yeah. all over the world. Um, one of the things you'll note um, at our shows is pretty generally, like we had over 250 speakers here in Paris, um, with a practically even 50-50 split between male and female. Mm -hmm. And if you even look by, beyond that from a diversity perspective, people from all over the world, the skin color gradation, you know, is right. full. Um, and so diversity is a critical part for us, um, but we're particularly committed because there's so many senior women in HR mm -hmm. and they very rarely take the stage. Yeah. We're that stage. We are that stage. And so most of our speakers are CHROs of larger organizations, the main stage um, included. And so um, this is an amazing show. Yeah, the content it, is just mind-boggling. So one of the things that I really appreciate about the way that the content is split here is you've got and it's fairly common to see different tracks mm -hmm. at shows. Uh, but the tracks here seem to be, um, I'm going to say smaller, which I don't mean to be like... More narrow. More, more focused, more right? Focused, yeah. So instead of having 40 sessions on technology, you've got eight sessions over two days specifically on adoption. And then eight specifically on different kinds of tech. And eight specific... Yeah. Like, I, I think that level of granularity, I will tell you, as an attendee, like if I want to go learn adoption, I've got to sift through those other 40 sessions to find the ones that are really what I want. And I love the way you've got it yeah. split up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mark Coleman, our founder and um, CEO, is a brilliant guy. I mean, really 
Yeah, agreed. A brilliant yeah. guy. Um, and so over the 10 years that HR Tech World now Unleash um, has been around, we, we continue to innovate, we continue to refine. I think we've got a really good calculus right now. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about 2020. So uh, for, for anyone who hasn't been to any of the shows, um, the, the website is unleashgroup.io. Yes. Right? Um, so you've got shows next year. So you've got London is in March. London is uh, March 24 and 25 at the Excel Center in okay. London. You've got Vegas in May. The 12th and 13th at the, the MGM, MGM Grand. Uh, and then you're back here in Paris. October 20 and 21. Okay, same space. While same you're space. Back here. Yep. Okay. Um, so for, so let's talk first about attendees. Yeah. So one of the questions I have is I've been to technology shows for HR companies in the U.S. that very much feel like um, I'm trying to figure out the right way. I don't want to say boondoggle, but there are a lot of like junior HR people who get sent as a development thing, right? Yeah. It's for them yeah. to go learn. And and you have kind of made the comment here that it's a it's a more senior audience at this yeah. show. And I think that. It's if you if you want to look at this show versus some other ones, you know, you look at the size of it, you look at the people, you look at the content. But I think that's a really important thing to note for attendees is uh, this is generally senior HR people who are right. here. Right. So, for, but also senior IT people. We get some senior marketing. Right. We we generally our target is this is the C-suite. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's making buying decisions or supporting buying decisions that have to do with unleashing the power of your people, okay. right? So so if you're not in that group, if you're not a C-suite leader, if you're not a senior HR director, HRVP, um, can you still go to the show? Sure you can, absolutely. Um, you're not our target audience, mm -hmm. but of course you can come. Okay, um, and what value will those people get? Oh, well, so if I were a middle-level HR person or IT person supporting HR implementations and HR um, technology within an organization, I would die to come to this because you're going to see what's the most current thinking at the top of the house mm -hmm. because most of our speakers are C-suite speakers mm -hmm. um, or internationally known, you know, researcher leaders, Peter Henson, for example, Sir Bob Yeldorf, that kind of thing. Um, uh, and then the one of the most amazing things is what's new and what's coming. Mm -hmm. We had over 100 startups here. Mm -hmm. In London. Yeah. Uh, we're in, in Paris. Paris. We're in Paris, Paris sorry. Um, and so you can see what's coming. Um, fabulous ideas. Mm -hmm. Amazing new products. Some of them make it, some of them won't, but you see what's coming. Mm -hmm. And that's really informative about how you plan for the future, yeah. how you look over the horizon to see what's next, and, and that kind of thing. So one of the things I think is really interesting when you talk about, because I've spent a lot of time in the startup area, because that's, that's what fascinates me. And one of my favorite things I saw, you've got these huge players that are here. You know, you got the the work days, you got the oracles. Uh, but then I saw one of them in the startup area that was, um, it was just a, kind of an algorithm that looks at job postings and pulls out bias. <laughs> and when you talk about like promoting diversity, it's like, yeah, there's tools like that that are out there. Absolutely. That's it's, it's a it's a female owned company. The the CEO was here. She's the one it's who brilliant. created it. And yeah. She's like, and, and they're proud of what they did. Of course. Um, and. If you if you don't get to come to a show like this, you may never see those tools, but they make such an impact. And I and I feel like the real focus in that area is how do we make the workplace better for the people in it, more diverse, more inclusive, more accepting, yeah. uh, as opposed to, look, I've got a I've got a problem, or I've got a solution looking for a problem right. that I'd like to, to sell you. I think right. it's 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 a really cool yeah. setup. Yeah, and that's why I love the reframing from HR Tech World to Unleash yeah. 
the power of your people, right? Everything here is about how do you unleash the power of your yeah. people. So for, okay, so for attendees, right? We, yeah, you should absolutely, and you're gonna learn a ton. For uh, exhibitors slash sponsors, um, how, how do you know if it's right for them? How do they know if they're the right people to be involved? You know, um, in, the, in North America, in the US specifically, you could go to an HR show every week of the year and in sometimes two or three times a week, right? Um, and so how do we stand out? What's, you know, what's, different, what's different about us? Um, number one, our target audience is different, right? We, we really are targeting a more senior attendee crowd. Um, the startup piece is an integral part of what we do. I think if you look at our roster of speakers and compare it to any other HR show, and I mean literally any other HR show, you will be struck by the thought leadership, the senior level of the speakers. I don't know any show that has more CHROs on the stage sharing what's important to them, what they're working on, what's earth shattering, um, what's working, what's not working. There isn't another show that has as many CHROs mm -hmm. of all size companies, right? Um, and so the content is different as well. It's, it's clearly different. One of the ways in which the content is different is that um, most, except for on the main stage with the keynotes, most of the content sessions are 25 or 30 minutes long, mm -hmm. which means we have more speakers, we have more ideas, we have more sharing. Um, so you get a much wider perspective, um, but it it <laughs> these are dynamic, mm -hmm. in the moment, um, really engaging talks. It's not somebody trying to talk for an hour. Right. It's somebody who's got something important to say. They get to the point. They <laughs> you know. So you get a lot more data. Mm -hmm. You get a lot more um, actionable ideas because fewer t uh, more time slots because. Right shorter shorter talks right. um, it's a little so the, the first time you speak at Unleash and you have 25 minutes mm -hmm. you know your stand your standard off-the-shelf hour-long presentation that you give at you know Other HR professional yeah. association yeah. meetings and those kind of things you got to get work. it down to its it works but you got to get it down to its essentials you got to get to the meat of it and yeah. you got to get to the meat of it fast so it's interesting having done a lot of these I will tell you it is much harder to do a 25-minute oh, session than no an hour-long session. There's no question. It sounds easier. It's, it's not. It's harder. It's not. It's harder. Yeah. And it's harder to take an hour and pull, pull it down yeah. to 25 minutes. Yeah. It's almost easier to start from scratch and say, okay, sure. so I, that means I got two points. Right. I, I get one story. I <laughs> well, the other way you can go is you take your hour-long session, you set your slides to auto-advance, and, <laughs> and just try to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not, we're not, we're not all... Um, Hinsons, Peter Hinsons, who gets who who gets forty minutes and three hundred and sixty slides. Right. I mean, not many people can do that. So, um, all right. So let's now let's talk about speakers a little bit, right? So that's kind of the third group here. So, uh, if you've got someone who's a either is an HR speaker that that's well known that thinks they might want to be part of the show, um, or even better, someone who is a CHRO who doesn't do a lot of speaking, right? right? We just that's talked about how really, that's we who just we're talked, really interested in. We just talked about how hard it is yeah. to do this. Yeah. So so how do they know? Okay, this is the right show for me. How do they know yeah. I can do this? What kind of support do you have for those first time speakers? Well, we have a production group mm -hmm. who works closely with the speakers. So they, if you want to apply to speak, that's who you talk to. Um, 
they may reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't go for the usual suspect. So the standard fare at an HR conference is a movie star mm-hmm. and a TV star and, you know, somebody who's going to sell a lot of tickets because right. they're a, a famous name, but they have nothing to do with HR. Mm-hmm. Even if they try to make it relating to HR, there's no way it relates to HR, right? So. So as we go for keynotes on the stage, um, we, we look to a Peter Hinson, we mm-hmm. look to a Sir Bob Gildorf, we look, we look to names that you know, may not be movie star quality, but that are big names in their realm. And we look for people with an expertise and a message that will, that will actually help HR people make mm-hmm. a bigger impact, make better decisions, um, have better data from which to make decisions, or who can give examples of their work that are truly inspiring in some way and mm-hmm. easy p- to connect mm-hmm. to the HR role, right? So, um, so you're not likely for us to have, you know, a sitcom TV star. It's not likely. It's so. So if somebody's new, if somebody's new to the speaking world. Like, they should still reach out. If you're a CHRO that has a story to tell, they should reach out. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, um, and and you're right. Because not everybody's on the main stage. Right? That's right. Many people, the majority of of our speakers are on smaller stages that have maybe 50 chairs Mm -hmm. in it. Right? Now, the truth is, at all of our shows, it's standing room only in most of the sessions. That's okay yeah. because it keeps the buzz going. It mm-hmm. keeps the energy high. Um, it keeps the interaction between the speaker and the audience at a at a maximum kind of level. And so um, we're not about sort of sleepy, mm-hmm. you know, trudging from from session to session. We really want to inspire people. We really want to energize people, um, and in particular, the senior leaders who have something to do with people. Yeah. The, you know, the other thing you've got, because of the way it's set up here, if someone's new at speaking and, and they're not really sure they can handle a room full of people giving 100% attention and hoping that they say something clever, you, you don't have to worry about that. Like, you've got the attention of the people who are there, but there's right. also other things happening. Exactly. So you're not exactly. in a room by yourself right. trying to entertain. Like, you're part of, and to your point, this dynamic ecosystem of interesting things happening. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really unique offering yeah. for those folks. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, I don't think there's anything in North America like Unleash. Mm-hmm. I've been around uh, HR shows for yeah. a long, long time. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a unique approach. Um, it's a unique approach to identifying speakers. It's a unique approach to building the exhibitor um, sort of cohort and experience. And it's a really unique experience for the attendees. So let's circle back around to the startup area, because again, this is my favorite spot. Yeah. I, I love being it's there. Really fun. Um, I've had some fabulous conversations the last two days. One of the things that struck me, um, the number of startups I've spoken to, that when I when I start to kind of expand out, well, like how would you do this? Like a lot of them, the response is, we don't do that, and like they know their lane, like they know what they're here for. Like, well, but if I wanted to, if I wanted if for a U.S. company to do these things, like oh, we don't, yeah, we don't do that. That this is where we work. This is what we're really good at. And I think that that kind of a, uh, a focus is missing from a lot of companies I've seen that have like been here for a year and then disappear. Yeah. Um, and I think that the stats you have around investor dollars is, is amazing. It's telling. That's really telling. So um, 
if you're allowed to say, if you're allowed to speak about this, and if you can't because your position, I get it. Um, but is there anything you've seen in the startup area that really struck you or any companies that have really impressed you with what they're doing out there? Um, well, I have a relationship with the founder of a business called Humdex. Okay. It's a UK-based organization um, that is that brings data analytics um, to identifying skills gaps. Okay. But it's it's connect it's not connected to an HR plan. It's connected to the business strategy. Okay. So a business strategy goes. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Are you implying <laughs> that HR plans and business strategies aren't always completely aligned and connected? Uh, I might be. <laughs> I might be implying that. Um, but it really starts at the top, mm -hmm. and you know, so most organizations don't do five-year plans anymore. It's more like two to three. Every but, company but still, I worked in, in big companies, we had a five-year plan that we started from scratch every year to build. Yeah, but that's crazy, right? <laughs> Today, yeah. when things change so dramatically. But we never so got to quickly. year two. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, always no, started exactly. over year yeah, one every yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. But if, you, if you've got, let's just say you've got a three-year plan and you've identified new businesses, new products, new locations, whatever, um, you can very you can very easily work through a process, and Humdex helps with that, mm -hmm to identify, so, okay, so if this plan stays in place and we actually do this in three years, what skills are we gonna need? Mm -hmm. What skills do we have today? And what are we gonna do about that gap? Yeah. And so it's a really interesting, and they are they are really a, they are really a startup. So it's it's fascinating. They competed. Um, they got selected to compete mm -hmm. um, in the in the startup competition. So we've had over a hundred um, uh, startups and in the space, and I think we had close to thirty that qualified to compete for. Yeah. Okay, so so we're in day two, which means we had finals today. So for yeah. anybody who's interested in getting the information about who won, where do they go? They go to unleashgroup.io. Unleashgroup okay. Yep. And we had something new happen this year. Um, in in so we have sort of um, uh, four mini competitions, mm -hmm. and then um, we have a, a wild card mm -hmm. from another co another competition. Um, so. Typically, we have five in the final competition, but this year, in one of the pre-competitions, we had a tie. Oh. We've never had a tie before. It was fascinating. It was really, really interesting. So we had six finalists. So they got to go to the finals. Yeah, so well, we had six finalists this year instead of instead That's of That's fantastic. Yeah, it really, it really um, was I, I got to fun. see some of those, and I so many great things out there, oh. so many great pitches, great companies. Like, it's a, um, it's, when you look at the world of work and the things that are happening and the things that are coming uh, economy-wise, the the focus on um, trying to make the world work better for employees and better for HR and the work they're doing. Uh, it's there's so many good ideas out there. It's a it's a really neat time to yeah. be in the business. It's, it's exciting and and it's amazing to see the creativity and um, the point solutions that are coming. You know, a lot of these um, startups um, will be bought mm -hmm. and there'll be a feature in somebody else's. HR cloud, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so um, that that happens frequently here. Key relationships are made um, that end up in something much bigger down the road. Yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of having startups next to the big players, Absolutely. right? They get to know each other yeah, better. Exactly. Um, can I show you one of the things I think is really cool? Yeah. Um, Slack has a booth here. Right? It's amazing. Like they're not an HR company. What are they doing here? They're like, we work with everybody. Yeah. Like I've worked in with Slack in many different ways, yeah. and 
it's like to see a, a company like that, you know, Facebook has their, their workplace here. The, the level of discussion you get to have with some of those companies is, is just, amazing. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, um, okay. So anything else? So for, obviously it's too late for people to come to Paris, to Paris for this, this year. year. It's not a bad not place, but you know. Yeah. Uh, so unleash dot, uh, unleash, unleashgroup.io, yeah. we talked about that. Um, anything else for, for anyone who's never been here, what else do they need to know? Well, we're a two-day conference. We're yep. not a three-day conference. Um, and in the U.S., we're more like a day and three quarters. Okay. So, um, you know, people have feelings one way or the other about, about Vegas. But it's one of the easiest cities to get to, mm -hmm. one of the cheapest cities to get to. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a it's a it's a two-day experience. It is packed from beginning to end with value um, for exhibitors, for sponsors, for attendees, and frankly, and frankly, for speakers. So I really think of Unleash as the Burning Man for HR. Interesting. Because it's a complete experience. Um, it requires everybody to be involved. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't like come and not engage. Right. Um, you learn so much from all kinds of angles, mm -hmm. speakers, vendors, exhibitors, um, startups. It's a, it's a dynamic, energetic experience. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Anybody can go for two days. Anybody can go for two days, right? Um, so it's, and it's not, you know, your, your folks HR conference. Right. It's not what you're going to see anywhere else. Mm -hmm. It's about learning. It's Fabulous. about connecting. Um, and, and it's about really, really engaging um, and coming away motivated and smarter, which is not hard to do at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, unleashgroup.io, if you are an attendee, a speaker, or a vendor, exhibitor, sponsor, yes. um, hit that up. You can get information for all three of next year's shows. Yep. So wherever you're at in the world, there's a place for you. Uh, I just made up that tagline, but you're welcome to take I it. I love you that. And if, that. And if anybody has specific questions for me, mm -hmm. uh, my email is china at unleashgroup.io. Okay. okay. Um, any other contact methods that you want to share out? Can they hit you up on the Twitters or the Facebooks? You know, or... I'm not so much on Twitter anymore. I'm just not. You're not the only one. Uh, I'm just not. Yeah. Um, I'm on Facebook, absolutely. Um, china Gorman. Okay. easy to find. All right. Um, any last words? To share with folks who were here this year, who who came, who got to see things, anything else you want to say to them? Um, well, thanks for coming. We really appreciate that, and we continue to evolve. We continue to figure out ways to add value. Um, we've probably got a few more tricks up our sleeve, um, but particularly in the U.S., mm -hmm. the show is evolving rapidly, and so the show in 2020 mm -hmm. will be very different than the show in 2019. Very Not, fun. I, the show in 2019 was amazing. Right. And the feedback was off the chart. Even but that's not so enough. That's not Even enough. Even more You're so do next year. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a fantastic show. I'm, I, I feel lucky to get to come to it. Um, I've learned a ton. Again, I've seen a, seen a lot of really great things here, and I can't wait to see what happens in the U.S. I, I love the layout. I love yeah. what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, so thanks very much for sitting and hanging out for a few Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely. And... Uh, we will, uh, we will continue to talk about all of these things for, for awesome. the forthcoming days. Awesome. All right, thanks, thanks Dwayne. Bye.